0: This is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world.
1: Music Stories with Tony
0: Lloyd. Lola Lennox, welcome to Music Stories. How are you?
1: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm doing really well, thank
0: you. That's great. I'm talking to you uh, in uh, London at the moment. Um, you are. It has to be said. I was. I was thinking about if we could do this interview without mentioning your mother, and I tell you what it's, it is. I think it is impossible. Um, but we won't talk about Annie Lennox too much. <laughs> but she is your mum. Uh, you've got a new single out, which um, I've listened to, called Dream, as well an EP, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah, it's, it's an EP and a single called Dreamer.
0: Okay, so we have a little listen? Love that. Yeah, here we go. It's here. Yeah.
1: I used to sit around and dream about my life and how I turn out. All the empty pages, the future looks so bright. I didn't know then what I do now. Because I've been searching up a mountain.
0: It's the strangest thing playing that song that you're singing and looking at you on the screen at the same time. It's really weird, <laughs> but, that, but that is fantastic. It's it sort of sends shivers down my spine listening to that. It's a, a brilliant single. Um, how well, did it? How did it all come about?
1: Well, thanks very much. Um, well, when I was writing Dream, I was looking back into my childhood and thinking. You know, when I was little I had all these dreams and aspirations for my future and I didn't quite know where they were going to take me. So I'm kind of writing the song with the hindsight of like, wow, these these dreams took me to this place and this place and it's been amazing. It's also been real struggle and there's been a lot of hardships, but it's there's been many chapters in my journey of making music um and at the end it's like just keep on dreaming and, and keep on going. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good advice without actually giving it as advice. Uh, keep keep going, yeah, absolutely, and follow your dreams. Um, I've done a bit of research on you, uh, as one has to, um, and uh, it says somewhere that you composed music in secret in the basement. Is that right?
1: Yeah, when I was younger, when I started out writing music, I was a little shy about it, and I knew I knew it wasn't quite good enough yet to to ha- deserve a place and to be shared with other people. So I felt like, you no, know, I just want to kind of like develop a little bit quietly. And I was a little shy and secure, but then, you know, you learn, like you have to have guts a little bit sometimes and put yourself out there and if, uh, through experience and through writing more and more, then I, my confidence really started to grow. And it was through writing many songs and writing with other artists and songwriters that, you know, you, f- you start to feel like, okay, now I feel like maybe these songs are worth being shared and w- worth being heard.
0: Mm, so lack like a confidence, really?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, with confidence, I-, I feel like you have to earn it. For me, I don't I- – I feel like if I'm confident in something, it's something that I need to prove to myself before I- I'm innately – I can't just be innately confident without backing that up.
0: Yeah, I understand. And how did um, m- the music uh, thing – uh, start with you? I mean, were you interested in music uh, at school or or earlier even? Uh, how did it all start? Yeah, uh, The bug?
1: When I was like seven or eight, I um, decided I wanted to have singing lessons. And in my school, there was these two teachers, they were sisters, and they were absolutely amazing. They really encouraged me to sing all the genres. And there was choirs, and I would do the singing exams and competitions. And I it gave me such a sense of purpose. I absolutely loved music when I was younger, and I just felt like, wow, this is this is the thing that like really lights me up, and if I can make that into my adult life, that would be absolutely amazing.
0: How many songs do you think you wrote in that basement?
1: Uh, you know, I found a notebook the other day, like, oh, with, wow. with old – I think I got, like, two notebooks filled with songs, so oh, – yeah. I don't know how many that would be, maybe twenty or twenty or thirty. But then, yeah. over the years, I've I've probably written, uh, I would say maybe under two hundred songs, somewhere around that.
0: Wow, there's a few. It's al- many are
1: half finished.
0: <laughs> well, there's a few albums there, isn't there? Some material. There.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, it's, it's an iceberg that you, you we see the tip of the iceberg, and many of those songs are just practicing to to write the next one that you do share. And I feel like to write a song. Not a song a day necessarily but just to always be writing as an exercise it enables you to keep growing and, and learning
0: and what influences you to write
1: it's a feeling like sometimes i just have an itch towards getting toward the piano or i need to like you know sometimes you feel like your thoughts are a bit scrambled and you need to organize them into something succinct and that has some sort of direct message or, or sensation within it so yeah i'll sit down at the piano and typically i'll just play some chords and like hum out a melody and Maybe the words will start coming through with the, the shapes of the vowel sounds of, that come through in the melody it's it's a very organic process for me
0: so the music comes first and then you put the words to the music that way around
1: yeah yeah
0: because some people do it uh together some people write the, the poetry almost and then put music to it and everybody does it slightly differently don't they
1: yeah sometimes i'll have a title in my head where i'm like oh that's a good that's a good title. Um, and then I'll shift it around that, but, but, but generally it's, it's definitely for me, melody first.
0: Yeah. Um who are your influences? Obviously your mother must have influenced you and, uh, because she's highly successful in the music industry. Uh, who, who, uh, are the other influences that, uh, shape your music now?
1: yeah, I think I could can divide those into like influences as singers and influences as songwriters, because as singers, I was always really drawn to the really soulful, like heart aching, power ballad singers like Aretha Franklin and Dusty Springfield and uh, Nina Simone. Like I love those greats. But then, in terms of songwriting, I also love people who really create a very distinctive inner world. I love Joni Mitchell's lyricisms and uh, David Bowie and Kate Bush and the kind of more out there, like, creating crazy worlds that you feel like you're dropping into when you're listening to their music.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. And that those artists you mentioned as well are like all my favourites. They're <laughs> the greats. <laughs> they are the greats, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, on my radio show, I play lots of stuff from uh, those years as well and from those great uh, artists as well. Um, was there any pressure at home to get into the music business?
1: There was no pressure in, at home. I, I think I felt, for me, I felt like there was definitely pressure in entering it to feel like the music had, had was valid, you know, and was worthy yeah. of being out there and heard. And I think there was a little bit of insecurity that came with that in the beginning for me. But I also think that was almost a positive thing because it pushed me to, to keep striving a little bit for more out of myself and trying to push myself and keep writing that next song to get maybe improve a little bit along the, along the way. So sometimes you turn those insecurities into strength. It's it's a funny thing how that can can work sometimes.
0: Yeah, I understand that. And I I reckon just between you and me and the listener, uh, I reckon you could do better than your (laughs) mum. I I think you could because you, wow, you have an incredible voice, uh, a brilliant range um you can you can sing you know take it from me I've been around a long time <laughs> you can sing um and um you are a fairly good looking young lady I think you're gonna go oh what do they call it you know to the moon and back I think you're going to be very successful
1: well thank you so much I really appreciate that and for me I I always just go back to the music like I don't try to think in terms of I'm striving for this or trying to like get that thing like for me, like my way of navigating my way through this industry is to try and make music that that leads me and that speaks for itself. And I'm I try not to get too too caught up in the the follower numbers and the the, the numbers, let's say, oh. and the business side. I think the music is is always what one must refer back to as a, as an artist.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some artists make the mistake of trying to control the financial business side of uh, their careers as well, and it's a t- totally different. Game isn't it? It's a different skill, uh, maybe different qualifications, different experience and everything. You need to have somebody who knows what they're doing while, as you say, you can get on with doing what you're best at, which is the music.
1: Yeah, and we're living in interesting times where the internet has really democratised music and given people their power so that they can manoeuvre their careers more, which I think is an amazing thing. But yeah. it's also it's also good not to give that too much reverence and to come back to pushing yourself in, in the music making.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, um, what's for the future? Have you got, um, I mean, <laughs> you call this music in your head, you must have uh, more releases on the way uh, down the line.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited because this EP coming out kind of marks the ending of the chat, not the ending, but the it's like a bookend where now I'm able to go back and kind of start afresh because I'd had all those songs ready to go for a long time and I've been in development for a long time. So now I'm like, what's going to come? And I'm very excited just to get back into a quiet space in the studio and get creative and apply all the lessons that I've learned through making these past songs into whatever's to come next.
0: Mm. What's it like living in Los Angeles?
1: It's lovely. Like You can't beat the weather, everybody says that, but it's very warm. And I'll say... I initially moved there because there was such a kind of community of musicians there, and it was a very open door policy in studios where people would just say, "Oh, like, oh, I just met. Like, do you want to come and maybe come to my studio next Tuesday and we can write a song?" In London, from my personal experience of London was I struggled quite a lot to to get that kind of traction and to get a ball moving, and that's not for everybody to say. It's just that what happened to me. And LA was a very um, creative hub.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I, Emma and I, want to come to Nashville because that's another music center, isn't it, in America?
1: Yeah, I've spent some time in Nashville. I, I did some writing sessions over there. They're good writers, those guys over in Nashville.
0: We're we're binge watching Nashville the the series. You know, have you watched that?
1: I've never seen it, but I'd like to. There's
0: some good music on it. I have to say, it's very I very have. good. Yeah, yeah, throughout because it's following all these musicians obviously in nashville plus plus all the trials and tribulations of their lives and everything it's very good yeah i think so anyway i think it's our second trip of it all and there, there seems to be hundreds of episodes so it's mm-hmm. become it's become a bit of a um an evening thing you know after evening meal and everything's sorted uh just before bed we crash out on the sofa and watch another episode so that's that's our <laughs> that's our evenings now at the moment but it's very very good And it sort of, you know, triggered us to want to come across to America and come to visit Nashville as a city, maybe um, in a year or two.
1: Well, I hope you do, because it's very very fun, lots of music going on, lovely people.
0: Right. And maybe we'll come over to uh, LA as well and come and say hello.
1: Yeah, come say hello, stop by the studio. Yeah.
0: Hey, we could do that backstage interview I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, that that would be really cool. Okay. Um, Righto, um, I understand that you support some very good charitable causes as well. Can you tell me about those?
1: Well, I just did a performance last week, um, actually, at the Royal Albert Hall um, in support of the Teenage Cancer Trust. And what an absolutely incredible charity, the things they do for teenagers and young people with cancer truly Blew me away, um, and I also support. My mom has a charity called The Circle, helping women and children around the world, um, and trying to advocate for global feminism uh, for women whose basic need their basic needs met in uh, developing countries. So it, it it really means a lot to get to support uh, these these causes.
0: Yeah, absolutely, two very worthwhile causes as well. Okay. And how about um, touring and uh, future? Any gigs on the on the table for the future with you?
1: Yeah, I really look forward to playing more gigs because um, for obvious reasons with the world, I haven't been able to play as much as I would have liked to in the last few years. Um, I don't have any specific dates set in stone yet, but I really look forward to making some plans for, for gigging.
0: Okay, well, um, obviously, I will find out about them and we'll make sure that everybody knows about them as well from my point of view. That would be great. Uh, Lola, thank you so much for talking to me on Music Stories. It's been fabulous. Uh, Good luck with the EP that's out right now called Dreamer. Uh, We played a bit of... If you just tuned in, you're you're late, dear listener. Um, Rewind to the beginning because we played a bit of Dreamer, which is a fabulous song. Uh, So, Lola Lennox, thank you very much for talking to me on Music Stories.
1: And thank you for having me on. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide. <music>